0: Good morning, good afternoon and good evening and welcome to Radio Works World. This is your Authentic Wealth host, Marley Scott, broadcasting all the way from South Africa. And I have the privilege today to interview and have on the show Lizelle Kachelofer, also from South Africa. I will let her introduce herself a bit more. Um, but it's a very inspiring lady with such an amazing story and she's using it to the advantage of other people and um, welcome, Nazal. It's awesome to have you on the show. Oh,
1: thank you, Margie. Thank you so much. It's such a privilege to be here. Um, so
0: please introduce yourself. I, I'm sure you're going to do it better than I can. <laughs> what do you do? Um, tell us more about yourself.
1: Okay. i um, um, first of all, I'm a mommy and I'm a wife, but. Um, Most recently, I started to tell my story about living with lupus. So I like to call myself a lupus warrior. And um, I'm a South African, probably South African. And I don't know what else you want to know. (laughs)
0: Um, What do you keep yourself busy with? And um, tell us a little bit more about Mrs. Commonwealth as well. You were crowned as second princess recently.
1: Yes I was crowned as second princess uh, on last Friday night and it was um it was an amazing journey um during my my run for Mrs Commonwealth I've learned so much about myself and I've grown so much it actually gave me a platform to start to speak about um business and my special needs boy but it also gave me a platform to tell people what I'm doing in the community of Orange Hills. Well, Orange Hills is a squatter camp. It is about six kilometers from my house where I live. And it's a very, very poor community. Um, I started working there about six years ago. I first started working there in the daycare, where I literally only went into the school and I worked with the kids and I played with the kids. And um, it got to a point where I just felt like I need to go into the squatter camp. Well, if you know South Africa, then you know that you don't just go into a squatter camp. It is dangerous. There was previous rapes of women, so um, it was very, very big decision for me to to go in. But eventually I did go in and um, I've been involved and in working there and feeding the people, clothing the people, making sure they get medicine when they're sick. And I've recently started a skills development program.
0: Wow. Um, what what type of skills are you developing there? Yes,
1: I started it and we started very small because, I mean, I'm basically doing everything on my own. Um, I was hoping to win the Mrs. Commonwealth title, but unfortunately, you know, sometimes life, gives you different challenges and things doesn't work out the way you want it to work out but i still am very privileged i've got uh, the pastor of soweto involved and i've got the leaders of the community involved so we're starting very small with 10 ladies teaching them to do beading knitting i'm hoping to to make it bigger where i can get them to do sewing and and um, i recently went for a silver jewelry course so i'm hoping to take whatever i've learned and and Teach them to make silver jewelry as well.
0: Wow, that is so amazing! Uh, you don't often hear about people really putting in so much effort. In you know, um, a lot of people maybe think about helping people, but they don't really take that action. And you're doing so much. And what what inspired you to, to start helping the the community we are involved in now?
1: Um, um, I was diagnosed with lupus in 2003. Um, I went through many, many battles. I almost lost my life in 2009. They removed my large intestine and I got a colostomy bag. And with the colostomy bag, um, my immune system is very weak, so I developed sepsis and an abscess, so I ended up in ICU and they just struggled to get me back on my feet. And um, then in 2006, my my boy was born premature because I wasn't supposed to have children. And Haraki, he's today is a special needs boy. Um, He's got, you know, a lot of difficulties in life with learning and he's developing slower. Oh, with all of that i went through so many things in 2012 i developed a virus i breathed in a virus that went to my middle brain so i had to learn to walk and speak and things again it took me about three months when i was back on my feet and in 2013 i had a clot through my heart and um they tested and every um, the, my blood and everything and it showed that i there was no clot in my body and in the meantime the clot went through my heart straight into my right lung and it was sitting there so it was an embolus and because it was sitting there there was no blood flow and nourishment to the lower part of my right lung and um, the bottom part started to rot so eventually I started coughing blood and I couldn't breathe and I was admitted into ICU and they removed the most of the lower part of my right lung um, yeah, I, I've been through so many things, but I think already, you know, with going through all of those things, I just knew that God had a greater plan for my life, and I slowly started getting involved in community service in 2010, but going through through the, the clot through my heart and the embolus in 2014, my left kidney stopped working, and I'm struggling with my left kidney. I just really... It just inspired me to be more than just lupus, to to make make a difference, to bring change, and to not let my lupus define me. And um, so many women in my my condition, they feel sorry for themselves because I mean, um, I'm not gonna lie, it's a battle living with lupus. It, it's today was a very hard day for me. I woke up this morning with extremely dry eyes, and my hands are are aching because i've got arthritis in my hands and i'm struggling with my feet at the moment um i have to go see a neurologist because when i walk or i drive or i'm spinning in on the spinning bike i lose sensation in both my feet or it starts to burn so it's not easy i'm not saying it's easy to live with lupus but you cannot go sit at home or feel sorry for yourself or let life pass you by so i personally decided to to bring difference and bring change in a in a community like ours, Hills.
0: Well, it's your stories. I mean, I can't believe what, what you've been through in your life already. And what's amazing for me is how amazingly strong and positive you're. Um, it's something you don't you don't see in, often in someone, especially in someone who has been through so many things in their lives. I mean, you have all the reason in the world to be negative and to go sit in a corner and you know, and feel sorry for yourself, but you're not doing that. Um, is, there, is there some point in time that you um, made that switch in your head or um, were you always like this?
1: Um, no, I must be honest, in 2009 when I had the colostomy back, I, I carried it for quite a while, um it was very hard for me to to carry the back and have a a baby that was so behind and and struggling cuz he was 3 years old but he was very much behind from from other children so during that period there was a time where i thought you know it, i just couldn't do this anymore and i was a I felt like i was a burden to my family and and my husband and um yeah I, i'm I, I felt depressed but um I'm just grateful that I I got I worked through that. I went and I, I, I saw a psychologist, and I saw a psychiatrist, and and they helped me to to work through it. So I didn't do it all by myself. I definitely had help from the medical profession, and I had help from God, obviously. And and but in 2010, I made the decision to to live a positive life, and I want people to remember me not as only being sick, because, I mean, I am very public with with living with lupus, and then obviously I've got secondary Sjogren's disease as well. Um, I'm very public about that, but um, I want people to get motivated by my story, and um, I'm going in for, they have to remove my breasts. Um, Before the end of this year, I had silicone implants, and it's been a while now where people are like, thinking that maybe the silicone implants had something to do with me developing lupus and Sjogren's. So it's not medically proved yet, but I mean, my doctor has been persistent that she wants the implants to be removed. And because I had them for so long, I had them since 2001, it's gonna be a big op on me and, and I'm on blood thinners. And And I actually thought of, of you know, sharing that journey with women as well um, and how I will go through all of that, but I will come out, you know, positive and, and strong on the other side and I will I will just still, even if I don't have my boobies anymore, I will still continue doing all the things that I am doing.
0: Wow. Yeah, um, yeah but that's such an amazing uh, about, you know, if people share their stories um, like you and that's what we believe in as well as Radio Works World and me personally as well. Um, that the things you go through in your life, and your story. Um, Yes, it's there to shape you to make you stronger. We don't always know why it's happening, but it's always also a responsibility to share it with others and not keep it to ourselves, um, because it can affect so many people's lives. And uh, that is what you believe as well.
1: Yes, yeah, definitely. And I think people are easy to judge people with chronic illnesses because they don't understand and they're not walking in their shoes. And but they if people tell you that they're in constant pain and and they've constantly fatigue and you know it's it's truly it, it is like that it's it's not they're not full of you know epic corners i don't know if they know that word in america yeah. <laughs> but they, they're not making it up, they don't want to self-pity. It is, you are, I'm very stiff when I wake up in the mornings. I have to bath to get a little bit more mobile and my eyes are extremely dry. I have three different drops that I have to start throwing in um, as I wake up and medication that I need to take for pain and inflammation. And, um, and like today, when I, I went to the gym all positive and my feet went completely numb, 10 minutes into the spinning glass, that I had to get off the bike, you know, so it, it's it's definitely not easy. So I want to make people aware that living with lupus is not easy and they have to have compassion and not everybody is as positive as me and it will take them a while to get there. But I just want people to have compassion for people living with a chronic illness because it's, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy.
0: Mm. Um, I must say before I heard your story uh, the first time, um, I only... Really heard of someone who had lupus um, many years ago. Um, it's a, a family that we knew, um, yeah. and their daughter had lupus. But um, I think I was primary school, and in between, I've never really heard of it again. And now, um, since I've heard your story, and I re- you know, and I see your Facebook updates and um, creating more visibility, I start to realize how many people there are that that are actually living with lupus but like you say, they, they maybe keep it to themselves, maybe they feel feel ashamed or people will reject them, I don't know what the case is but we don't really yeah. hear about
1: it. Yeah, because when I, I go into hospital every three weeks, three to four weeks for um, polygram, um, it's hemoglobin for me to just boost my, or give me some sort of an immune system. Um, And I'm with women all the time, and I mean, we women have walked a a very long journey. I mean, I've been going to the hospital since 2003. And many of them are so, many are divorced, first of all, because their husband couldn't deal with with the lupus. Many um, many of them are very overweight because we do receive a lot of, of cortisone. So they are very depressed because it does make it more difficult for you to be mobile. So it is, it can become a very lonely world, like you feel like you cannot fit in every, anywhere because there's so many things that you can't do and there's so many things that you're not allowed to do. Um, but I mean, that's the one thing I'm trying to say is there is a, there is a place for you, you just need to find that place. Um, you know, even if it's, you know, I, I was a, a big athlete, I used to love running. I mean, I absolutely love running and I'm a, I am love spinning and and. Love to cycle on the open road. And I used to do the 94.7, but because of my my lung problems now, and um, I've got lung fibrosis as well, um, I can't ride the 94.7 anymore. And I mean, I'm not even talking about jogging, there's no way I can jog. So I had to find, you know, my friends all used to be this active people, and I used to belong to boot camp, and and then, you know, my friends moved on because I couldn't keep up and I, I couldn't do the things, but I got new friends. because I changed, I, sorry, my dog is sitting with me. Um, <laughs> nice. So I I, I I went and I started art projects and, and I made new friends. I must admit some of my friends are very old souls and very old, you know, more elderly ladies because I'm less active. But I mean, there is a, there is a place for you and you, you need to go out and, and, you know, and find that place, find where you will make friends, friends that, you know, will understand you.
0: Yes, and I would I would suggest start with liz
1: Zalka <laughs> I <got> am <laughs> Facebook connected. <laughs> oh, Thanks, um, Marlene. I get my off day, Today was an off day. I mean, this week has been really? with Hariki. Yeah, Karaki is now moved out of the autistic school. We're trying to get him back in remedial, but it's a it's a challenging journey because as a mom, you have all these dreams for your child, and and my son is you know he's special needs because you know I have lupus, and it's a very hard thing to, for me to accept you know like it's not my fault and i know it's not my fault but you do feel guilty so i mean this week and especially today was 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 a hard day but i mean yes i allow myself to be down a day and then i eat a lot of cheesecake and and chips (laughs) and then the next day i just force myself to get up again and and go on wow
0: and i i think it's it's only natural as well to have some down days um, I think it's you know it's it goes against nature to um, be positive every single day um, yeah but and in general in life it's it's a struggle every day a, a fight to focus rather on the positive than the negative so um, obviously you have to you have to. Um, push even harder than any one of us. Um, But can you just tell us a little bit more about lupus because uh, um, do you know how you got it Um, or just a little bit of what it is or how it works just to create some
1: awareness? Well, um, there is no no cure first of all for, for lupus there's a lot of medication that they give us that can control the symptoms of lupus um like for example I'm prone making blood clots obviously because I've had three now so I'm on blood thinners and I'm prone for inflammation or I have a lot of inflammation so they give me um cortisone at home and then every month I get solimetrol which is your strongest cortisone to help with the inflammation and then I'm on pain medication and so they're controlling the illness and the symptoms of, of the illness. Um, lupus is an autoimmune disease. It's a connective tissue autoimmune disease. And I think when I say to people that I have a weak immune system or I don't, you know, I'm struggling with my immune system, they, they get a little bit confused when they read that lupus patients actually have an active immune system. But they must remember that our immune systems are against us. So where your immune system is fighting for you, my immune system is fighting me, it's fighting my body. So my body is destroying itself. My white blood cells, my antibodies, is seeing my my own cells, my own cells as, as the enemy and it's destroying it. Wow. Yeah, you know, that's why you hear a lot of lupus. I've also, I've received chemo, um, Six times now, so you get it every six months. Um, you get two doses. So what it basically does is it, it kills all your white blood cells, and um, and then they try to build new white blood cells in your body. So um, I know Selena Gomez has recently spoke about that as well. Um, I don't know if you read about it, but I know she's recently spoke about it as well. Hello. Hi, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. um,
0: does she also have lupus?
1: Yeah, Selena Gomez has recently came out and said she had lupus because she, she cancelled a big tour and there was a lot of, uh, you know, shame the press about why she did it and um, maybe it was because of Justin Bieber and that kind of thing. And then eventually she came out and said, if people would just realize that, you know, don't make up stories, that she actually has lupus and that she had received chemo and that's why she had to cancel the tour and she was off, you know, out of the public eye for for a few months.
0: Okay. Um, so, Lissal, if you can sum up for us, if you I can tell us more about, I would like to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, you you have, you it's very... Quickly or very quickly, um, creating a platform for yourself—not for yourself, but I mean for yourself to help other others, like I said, in the same situation. Yes. What What is your biggest dreams? Uh, what would you like to accomplish in the next few years? What What do you want to do? What do you feel is your um, <laughs> I'm struggling with the English now. <laughs> what, is, what is your purpose in life? What is the one thing that you really want to do?
1: I've actually, the, my main short-term thing I want to get go is the skills development program at Orient Hills because I need the mothers because of the poor economy. Every day, like tomorrow, I'm going through again. I get there, there's more people that lost their jobs. And, and we all know in South Africa, there's a big problem right now so for me i want to start uh or uh, you know like the skills development program is my number one focus now i want that ladies to create income even if it's only a hundred rand a week that is a big bag of of porridge and for them that's food because sometimes when i get there there is like no food nothing so to me that is very important and then secondly i want people to be more aware of lupus and that it is a life-threatening disease and i want especially in south africa that people that don't have great medical aids can afford the medicine that people like me who have a good medical aid that they can also get it that is my big dream because i know for a fact that lupus is very very more known in in the african woman it's actually more African women have lupus than, than white women. And, I mean, you know what our circumstances is. So I'm absolutely 100% sure there is many, many black women walking with lupus that have no in the rural areas, that have no idea that they have lupus. So oh. I want to, yeah, so for me, it would be amazing if we can have um lupus very well known and, and that these ladies can also know about lupus and that if they have joint pains or or they struggle to have children or you know that if they have any symptoms that they will know that there is an illness called lupus and that they can be taken care of
0: um sure i i, I never knew that it's more prevalent in african women actually yeah it is. like you said probably they, like you said probably they don't know it either and they don't understand what's going on with them
1: no i mean Um, in the rural areas they don't even know about breast cancer and and you know that kind of thing so you know shocking to know as i walked the other day with a lady and she said to me her one breast is is swollen and you know i was just talking to her concerned because i do make sure they get to the doctor if there's something wrong or the clinic and she was talking about her breasts, and I said to her, but don't you, are you in menopause? How old are you, you know? And she said to me, what is menopause? So yeah. now you know how behind they are. They are so, you, the knowledge, it's, it's unbelievable. They, they just don't have the knowledge.
0: We have such a four-way to go, ghost, to ghost away.
1: Yeah, um, we do.
0: Okay, so, then lastly, I would like you to um, you know, just give a message to women or, or not just even women but pe- people that went through rough times or going through rough time, if it is uh, through lupus or other chronic illness or whatever troubles they are facing and um, just give them some advice, give them a message to help them through this.
1: I just, you know, what I would like people to know is that um, that their circumstances should really not determine their future. Um, we all have troubles in life, we all do, even if it's lupus, divorce, death, there is heartache and and, and it's sad, but we all have troubles in life. And I want people to not let them circus, their circumstances hold them back in life, that they should realize that life is so incredibly short and that they should live it to the full. And yeah, I think that is my main message: is don't let your circumstances hold you back in life.
0: I love it, <laughs> um, and I'm sure I'm sure you're going to change and touch a lot of lives, and um, with your message, and not just this message and this interview, but your whole life, um, which you're already doing. But it's just going to increase the amount of people that you're going to register. Just going to increase. Um, I want to ask you where just tell everybody
1: where they can find you they where they can contact you um Um, well everybody can find me on facebook um it's lazal and my surname is Kachelhofer, and i knew that's gonna throw a lot of people (laughs) Um, so i don't know if you want me to spell it but they're more than welcome to find to find me on um on Facebook, and um, my surname you spell K A C H E L H O double F E R, and um, I've got a public page um, that says Mrs. Commonwealth Second Princess. But I felt like Mrs. Commonwealth was very much focused on on um, Pink Drive, which is for breast cancer. And I mean, obviously, I couldn't raise enough money. For, for them and that's why I was second princess because I was focused so much on Orient Hill so I don't know if I'm going to keep that page to be honest and and just you know maybe start something like Lizal um, Kacheloff for Orient Hill so they can look out for that as well
0: awesome Lizal it was so amazing getting to talk to you again uh, and <laughs> first of all it was amazing to meet you a few weeks ago and I know we were destined to meet and um, I Thank you for joining us tonight and, you know, giving your time, um, not just tonight, but every day, to, with everything you're doing. Uh, you're such an inspiration for me personally. And oh, thank
1: you, Marley, and thank you also for the opportunity. And, and please, if there's anybody that has heard me speak tonight, um, they're more than welcome to talk to me or contact me on Facebook. I, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm going to have my off days. But... I will understand what they're going through, and and, and, you know, and it's always easy to speak to somebody that knows what you're talking about you know, than people that you try to explain what you're talking about.
0: Definitely. Thank you so much, and I wish you all, all the best, with st- not that I'm not going to see you again or talk to you again, but I wish you all <laughs> the best with everything you're planning and everything you're doing, and may, may you and your family be blessed.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Marlene. And I hope to see you soon with your coffee. Can I say that? <laughs>
0: yes, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> with that, I'm going <laughs> to say goodbye wherever you are in the world, uh, where you're listening. and I trust that this message and Lizelle's story inspired you. And Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Radio Works World. Keep listening there. Um, you will get live feed from there as well, uh, from our other hosts as well. Um, just share this message. There are people that need to hear this. And have a good evening, good afternoon, or good morning, wherever you are in the world. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.